All right, guys, welcome to episode 132 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy, Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And this week, we talk about John Wick, chapter four. We talk about uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Top Gun Maverick. <laughs> Thank you for taking this ride with us. Give you two more, <laughs> two years later, <laughs> with the estate sale. We talk about you, season four. Talk about Legend of Dragoon, some translation errors, some voice acting, and uh, we also talk about Shazam, Fury of the Gods, and a, a sketch phone call that one of us received. <laughs> um, and if you have any concerns, you can find us on the Google. <laughs> but first. with some things we've been watching, playing, listening to. Um, I'll let you start. So what? Uh, what's something you've been getting into lately? Yeah, so I'll start with the two big ones. The the I think the biggest movies in the back half of this month. Just to get them out of the way, but then also to be sure that, you know, um, I give them the proper praise. So I'll start with the, the I would say, the best movie of the month um, that was actually kind of ridiculously stacked, um, and that is John Wick Chapter 4. Okay. Um, so it came out about, right in, I think, like the penultimate week of March, maybe. Yeah. And um, it uh, it was fantastic. It was awesome. It was so good. I think it's um, probably my favorite of the series. Um, I was about to say. I remember you thinking they. I remember you saying um, that you thought they were all good, but that you weren't like necessarily on board with the mass appeal of it. I think is how. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely. Yeah. And um, so to well. That's kind of how I was, and then to prepare for this one, I rewatched one, two, and three. They're all on Peacock with commercials, but they're you know they're on there. Okay. Um, so if you have Peacock, even if the the, the non subscription one, you can watch all three. But like I said, with commercials, and so I rewatched all of them, and I think I appreciate them a little more. I wouldn't say that I'm the biggest fan. I think when I went to see Chapter Four, there were like some super fans in there who like I'm guessing like love all of them. But I I, I came to appreciate them a lot more, especially how how great they look like the cinematography is amazing and there's always this like great neon lighting i don't think anybody does neon lighting quite like (laughs) these um these movies especially i mean even you know i remember the third one having these great sequences but i think even the first one has the club in the first one right Mm -hmm. isn't it i was like the whole time i was like yeah this shit's so dope Mm -hmm. and it looks great and i was like damn i I didn't realize it was this stylish pretty much right out, out the gate um two has this great uh, they go to the museum with like mirrors and shit, and the whole time I'm like, how the fuck did they film this? And then three has a similar sequence at the end where it's like, um, it's in the Continental, but it's like there's like two levels and they're made out of glass, and then there's just glass everywhere, right? So I'm always like, how the fuck did they get this without having like a thousand reflections in every single shot? Right. Yeah, but anyway, so I appreciate the, the, the you know the, the other ones. So I went into this one with a lot of hype, especially because I'd seen some reviews saying that it was really good, and um. It was fantastic, but then it's like one of those things where like, it has, I mean, I don't know if it's a, it's not a spoiler to say that there's like three main action sequences, pretty much one at the end of every act, but you know, most movies have that. Right. Um, and then after the first two, I was like, you know, I think they, they're great. I mean, that's the thing is that, you know, 
kind of like how we say, you know, the average Marvel movie is better than most action movies. Although I know recently it's a little bit like, oh, I don't know about that. But, you know, for a while there, you know, like Black Widow was a better action movie than most movies. And I feel like John Wick, any of the John Wicks are better than 98% of action movies. Right. And so after the first two acts, I'm like, you know what? This is actually pretty good. I'm digging this. I'm liking it. You know, there's a big early scene in Japan and then a later scene in Berlin. So I'm like, you know what? These are good. They, they have great looks. They looks great. The fights are fantastic. And then um, the third, pretty much the third act is a whole, like one giant action set piece. And it's just so much. It is like, <laughs> it's, it's and not so much in a bad way, but I'm saying it's the most insane third act i've ever seen in my life where like the whole thing is just one you think that they're done after one little bit okay cool like that's it right there's no no they do like another thing they do like some like some car shit and then they do and you're like okay cool like this will be it right and then they do this insane overhead crane shot and i'm like wow and then and then you're like well that's surely that's it right bro it's hitting you with the vince mcmahon like you keep going further back in your seat thousand percent one hundred percent Right. Like, and then by the end, you know, before, even before the very, very last bit, there's something that happens to John Wick. That's Vince McMahon falling down the chair. Like, Oh, right. Like okay. it is just insane. Like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. And so I think if you're a fan of, I, I, I think there is a story here. There is something worth latching onto. Right. But it's not this transcendent story. Like, you know, something like Mad Max Fury Road or Top Gun, where, like, you know, those movies you go, wow, they have great action sequences. But you could even talk about, you know, we talked, to, we, we dedicated a significant portion of our discussion of Top Gun about the relationship between, um, you know, Rooster and Maverick, right? Like, but there's mm-hmm. nothing like that here. I mean, there's like a little bit, just enough for you to hang on, but it's not that kind of thing. But the action, it, I mean, if you have ever called yourself somebody who likes action movies or an action movie junkie or like an action movie fan, like I used to, you know, as a kid growing up, you loved action movies, you know, right. any kind of person who has ever said anything like that, that you you have to watch this like okay. in, immediately. Right. Like this is the peak of action filmmaking. Like it just looks and um, and the stories, like I said, it's fine. I think most of these stories, because you know, the, I, I was cracking up because they, they, sometimes they get. I mean, they're they're rightfully goofy, right? But they're not. Right. Sometimes they get a little overly goofy, but it doesn't break like, anything because like they, him they in common. Sincerely. Yes, exactly. But it the, but it, it's always sincere, right? Like they never right. go wow, right? Like, and I think that's what keeps people grounded into it, yeah. right? Um, but just stuff like oh, you know, John Wick, he's excommunicado, and I'm like, just say excommunicated. Like you don't have to, <laughs> you know, you, just, you know. And then you have like all those ladies, you know, with the tattoos, and they're punching in and like old lady typewriters. <laughs> And it's like it's been upgraded to ten thousand, you know, to ten million dollars, and they're like, you know, wipe off a white uh, chalkboard. And I'm like, okay, like you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's very right. like it's so analog that you just go, oh my god, okay, all right, I, I, I get it, but it's like you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. exactly. And I think um, so, um, but yeah, it, it is fantastic. So I, I know when we talked about the first ones, have you? you I mean, you've seen the first one. Have you, have you seen the other ones or had a chance? I've to seen. Do? I haven't seen four yet. I've seen the rest. Okay. Um, I actually, all right, so the, I'm trying to think. All right, maybe you'll be able to help me because I, I can't exactly remember. Okay, so John Wick 1 is the first one. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like that one's pretty obvious. Yeah. John Wick 3 is Halle Berry and the Dogs, right? Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can't remember John Wick 2. I can't remember like what the events of John Wick 2 are. Yeah. So like, 
<laughs> it just is in the middle for me. Like in the middle part. Um, John Wick Two. They try to early on. He goes back to get his car, and it's like the sort of the wrap up scene where he's like, "All right, I'm done." And he you remember he puts all his guns and shit in back yeah. underground, covers it up, and then this guy like immediately comes out and he's like, "Hey man, you owe me one, right?" And they're like, "Oh, oh yeah, okay." Him, you gave him a thing. It's so funny. What is it called? I think it's called like a, a medallion or a. A, t- a token or something like that. Yeah. You have to get the name for it. And it's so funny because Winston in the first one, or, you know, the old guy, he's like, you know, there's only one rule. You know, there's rules. You know, you don't do business on the continental ground. He's like, okay, cool. And then in the sequel, he goes, you know, there's rules. You don't do business on continental ground and you have to do whatever the medallion says. So I'm like, okay. But anyway, so this, so this guy comes and he's like, you have to kill my sister. And he's like, oh, I don't want to. And he's like, well, dude, you do this. I'm going to fucking kill you. And he's like, oh, fine. And so he goes to kill the guy's sister. She, like, I think kills herself or something. And then that guy puts out a hit on John Wick so that he can, like, you know, have a, what's it called? Uh, tie up loose ends. And so, of course, John Wick doesn't like that. And so he goes up He kills guy. him in the, in the, in the shit, right? Yeah. That yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's literally like, no. He's Spoiler like, alert for John Spoiler Wick, too, alert. I guess. <laughs> He's like, I don't know if you've seen the menu, but, you know, a man could live here a long, long time and not eat the same food, you know, John. And he just fucking takes a gun and shits him in the head. <laughs> That's just tight. I and love then, it so much. And then, yeah, was it? And then, you know, it ends with Winston being like, you know, this is it, bro. And then he's like running around, you know, with the dog and he's like, yep. you know, and then that movie ends. And then um, isn't like everybody's phone there starting to like yes, look at exactly. phone like, and then the ends. Okay. Every single person in New York is an assassin. And they're all like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> but do the, 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 and so three... Like I think I talked about it before. Like I like, I like, I love the first act of three. I think the stuff with like him in the desert and Halle Berry, and even well, then the stuff at the end is pretty cool in that glass house. But yeah. the stuff at the beginning is so cool, and they're all after him, right? The stuff with the horses and with um, uh, Boban and uh, the, <laughs> the, the the best. I well, I'll have to rethink about it as I rewatch four. But the best fight up until the new ones, the knife, the fight in the knife shop. Where they're all throwing knives at each other. And oh, he like smashes up in the display case and just starts yeah. throwing. <laughs> and yeah. Somebody tweeted this. They're like, the, the best thing about these movies, and something that I actually hadn't really considered until I rewatched them and I watched four, is that there is this. The, people think that they're kind of these like stuffy murder, you know, porn like like uh, gun porn, right? But and they are. But I think they're so detached from reality, especially because I think sometimes it veers. It has this spirit, this like through line of like Looney Tunes action. Right. Where, like, for example, like somebody tweeted out there, like, you know, it's so funny that they're punching each other, they're fighting, and then they get tired and they look at each other, and then they like look past the other guy and they realize that they're in a, they take like a beat, they go, wait, oh, oh, fuck, we're in a knife shop, right? And then they break <laughs> into the windows, right? It's like that kind of stuff, right? It's like little right. jokes like that, and and it's so funny because then they immediately go, oh, fuck, and they start breaking glass and just grabbing knives and just throwing them at each other, and sometimes they stick and sometimes they bounce off, and. Uh, but um, yeah. but yeah yeah uh, John Wick okay. four definitely check yeah. it out it it is it's one of those things I think if the last if it had it's two hours and forty two hours I think which two hours and 40. all right so real quick I was gonna so just before we get to that I was like all right I knew I remember reading this the the quote where people were saying that it was two hours forty or two hours fifty basically and it's too mm-hmm. long and he was like the director was like you guys sit down and binge a whole show in one night I don't want to hear it basically like. Um, and, uh, so I was like, that's true. And I was on his side, but then like right before we started recording, I was like, I feel like, I feel like John Wick one was 
pretty fucking short. And it's so I look. It's like 145. Mm-hmm. So I look. John Wick 1, hour 36. John Wick 2, <laughs> 2 hours, 2 minutes. John Wick 3, 2 hours, 11 minutes. John Wick 4, almost 3 hours. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. No, yeah, and I, I think, I guess, I think, but the movie's never slow, right? Like, I think the movie keeps up this pace and introduces characters, and like I said, the first two acts are kind of, you know, there's never just him being like, and now I'm going to sit and talk to you for 30 minutes about life and death and stuff. Like, there's always something going on. Mm-hmm. And I think if the movie had had a more normal finale, like just one big set piece, it probably would have been closer to 2... maybe 2... 2.15, 2, 2.20, 220 mm-hmm. at the latest. But they just wanted... But that's like 30 minutes fun. that you don't want to cut. Like, even it, you dude, as, as the audience, you don't want that 30 minutes cut. Like, no, <laughs> no. Because... So my worry was... So I... I've said here before the reason I didn't become a super fan is, or the the reason that I don't that that I don't love two, and even one really is because while it is cool to do the punching stuff, after a while I don't want to say it becomes repetitive, but it's a lot of like punch punch headshot, punch 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 headshot, right? And he just like yeah. headshots like three dozen dudes all back to back to back to back. So when people were talking about the finale and something that number three actually fixes a little bit too is that I. I was like, um, like the knife shop, right? Like it's it's inventive. The stuff with the horses. There's one where he's on a motorcycle and he's like punching samurais on a like on a motorcycle. Like yeah. when they diversify from those clap, like they're just bah, 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 yeah. headshot, headshot. That's when the, the movies sing. And I think when people were like, "Oh, the finale is crazy," my worry was like, "Oh, great! I'm gonna get 30 minutes of just him, you know, guys who go one on, you know, one v one every time." And they try to shoot him, and he just shoots him in the head. But it's not like they're they're the, each part of that finale is different, and there are there, I mean there is that some of it, but mm-hmm. each one is just so different that you it, it, even if there's like uh, parts of that kind of like headshot, bah, 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 the action set piece as a whole is just so crazy that you don't mind it. Right. So I think I definitely feel that uh, the way you described one and two, I definitely feel that with two. Um, a little bit. The I think the thing with for me about one where I was like, "Fucking, I'm in," is that I and so I don't watch a whole lot of movies. Um, but at least from my perspective, the the action in one, which you describe as like punch, punch, shooting head, right? Like it, that, a hundred percent, like what it is. But I had never seen anything like that before John Wick one, and or maybe. I mean, not never, but I've never seen it executed so well. And yeah. I guess, like, for, for lack of a better uh, reference point, but also kind of just because, you know, there's a common thread here of Keanu Reeves, like, the stuff in The Matrix is a, like, while also being, like, martial arts plus guns, wildly different stylistic choices mm-hmm. than John Wick, which is also martial arts plus guns you get what i'm saying like it's somehow they're like both of the core elements are there but they're done in the exact opposite directions um, right right mm-hmm. and uh yeah i just remember and like you said like the the color choices fuck was it the first one where every time they say his name it like it's written out in like bright neon colors like like, like, it, um, like the guy's talking he's like you killed such as such as yeah and it's like like oh, translated yeah. like yeah and i'm like that that's a weird stylistic choice, but it's so great. Like I like yes. the first time I saw it, it was jarring. I was like, "This is so, like this dude's swinging, right?" Like we yeah. said with the multiverse of madness, you like you know he's just swinging, regardless yeah. of whether they all land. We appreciate the swinging. That's how I felt about John Wick One. Um, yeah. Mm. So this two, one has a little bit two like felt that. Yeah. does it two oh, felt like, like a, one like expanded 
into the like it's just we did the same thing as one because it was successful and then like you said three they added some new stuff and and made it um original so super excited for four like i heard people saying it's the best one of the four and Mm -hmm. i was like that's kind of incredible right like like yeah i mean (sighs) off the top of my head the only one i can think of where people are like the fourth one's great is like rocky (laughs) Uh and that might be because we just talked about it (laughs) like but like it's very Rocky rare. Four is incredible. Yeah, no, nah, it's usually yeah. usually by the time we hit three, people are getting tired of it. Yeah, no, it's 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 incredible. Like just a feat all around of every part. Like every movie, it, like it's like I was talking to a, I was uh, tweeting about Creed three a couple weeks ago, and I was like, wow, Creed three, like it's crazy. Like they're all good, and I was telling him, I was like, this is probably like one of the sneaky great trilogies because then you also have like the Planet of the Apes one, like these movies that aren't these yep. big huge like Avengers, but they're still like trilogies and they're all like great. And then I completely forgot about John Wick, but then now after rewatching them and re- you know watching this one, I'm like, this is like probably the best, like if quadrilogy, like if you're like, what's the best quadrilogy ever? I'd be like John Wick, easily, <laughs> like bar none, um, just because of the quality and just the 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 inventiveness of all of this of the the the, uh, the set pieces and um, yeah, just the story. And the story is actually for this one, like I think for three, it was a little bit convoluted as well. We were just like, okay, well, like this, and you go to the desert, and then he chops off his finger. Okay, yeah. this one's <laughs> much, much more simple, right? It gets back to the just very basic, just like boom, boom, boom. That's that's it. It just so happens that there are thirty minute action set pieces, you know, around it. Yeah, um, super excited. Definitely gonna. Yes. I was thinking um, for there's a reason in like let's see, let me check my calendar here. In about one, two, and about three weeks, somebody will be watching my kids while I'm in South Carolina for reasons unknown, uh, <laughs> and I might try and watch this then uh, yeah, during dude. that little weekend. That might be the ticket. And I and I think it'll still be in a bunch of theaters by then because it's doing gangbusters. Like it's it, like it's doing so so well that I don't think I don't see it leaving theaters anytime soon because I I, I can't imagine like I'm like I'm trying to think if there's. There's really nothing else in theaters coming out in April. There's like the Super Mario movie, but they're not going to replace John Wick. With, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, <laughs> right. it's a very not the same audience. Not the same target, audience at all. Target demographic. Right. So maybe the closest thing would be like some sort of action movie. But even those, I don't. There's none in April because you know, studios start to clear out for like Avengers movies and stuff, and like Guardians comes out. So this will be in theaters because there's really nothing else quite serving this audience until I can't even think of anything. Right. So, um. Yeah, dude, that'd be a perfect time. Yeah, and then, like I said, and if you can, you know, the, the Peacock, you know, you, like you can rewatch them. And I did that over the course of like five or six days. Like I would just be like, you know, I watch thirty minutes and be like, okay, cool, because it's like one of those things like you've already watched them, so you don't have to be paying attention. And I'd be like, all right, let me thirty minutes on my phone. Oh shit, I'm getting a work call. All right, I'll, I'll do it later, right? Or like I right. watch like ten minutes here, ten minutes there, and then it's like you know, super easy to pick them up and stuff. And yeah. like I said, they're not the most like story focused. You know, you're not right. like, oh my goodness. You know, why did he stab that man in the eye? I need to know. It's like, (laughs) Uh, what does it mean that you attached this man, a book to this dude's hand with a knife? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What does it mean? Um, But uh, yeah, so that's John Wick Chapter 4. And so I'll go from there to another movie that I think is almost as good, but isn't getting the the hype or, you know, people are, I mean, it's doing okay, but it's basically the movie is Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Honor Among Thieves. Um, Can I tell you, uh, before you even get into this movie, I saw, all right, here's the thing. Me and my wife were trying to figure out what movie we saw in a theater, but I swear to God, I saw this preview in a movie theater, and I can't think of the last fucking movie I saw. So this previews, these previews for this movie must have been coming out forever ago. Yes. Um, This is, 
It, this has been so Paramount. I think they did. They had Top Gun last year, but I don't think they've had like a big, big movie since that one. I mean, I'm sure they had like little ones. So I'm sure they've been promoting this one for forever. Basically, being like, please go see this movie. I remember when I was looking through the like so. So the way I do it is because I don't watch uh, a whole lot of movies. Um, anytime I watch one, I talk about it on the podcast. So I was scrolling through all of our old podcast uh, episodes to see like what the last movie I saw is. And I remember when I read the movie out loud, I was like, there's no way I, I saw the preview for this movie during this. But it had to be. I mean, I, I can't think of anything else it would have been. But anyways, I saw the preview for this movie, and I thought that it looked like a giant bag of dog shit. Like, I I, like, mm-hmm. I guess I didn't think... that's It's a bit of an exaggeration. I thought, like, I was like, I mean, I guess. And, like, I, I was like, there's a very high chance this is terrible. Like, I'm trying... Like, I was... It was one of those things... Oh, it's Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I feel like oh, okay. I saw the preview for this. This is the last movie, but I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I just remember seeing the preview and being like... I just, it's got Chris Pine in it, who I like. It's mm-hmm. got Justice Smith, who I like. Um, Michelle Rodriguez is from the Fast and Furious movies, correct? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I was like, these people are all okay, and like I, I like them, but I was just like, it had the potential to be an all-time garbage movie, is what I yes. thought. That's how I would describe it. Like, it could have been good, but, like, the floor for that movie was extremely low. Like, this shit could have came out and been, like, a 15 on Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm like, sounds right. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I had the same, yeah, no, I had the same reaction, too, but, um, because, um, same thing, like, I watched it, I was like, well, you know, I, they probably, like, it's like a fantasy, and I guess, you know, people these days, they're just trying to pick up IP, like, people, basically just pr- properties that people go, I recognize that name, that's a name I've heard before, right? Like, Dungeons just, and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons, that's like a thing, right? Um, and so, that's what, that was my reaction, too, but then, what sort of flipped me, like, I did a 180 on it, was when I found out who, um, like who made it who the writer directors were okay. and it was also something that okay so it was it's the guys who did game night a couple of weeks a couple of years oh, back okay. with Rachel yep. McAdams and Jesus Maven and I love that movie and everybody I've talked to who's seen it loves it and so whenever that came out or I, I, I googled the movie and then I saw who it was and then I like clicked on their name and they said game night and I was like why aren't they basically going from the from the writer directors of game night Dungeons and Dragons, right? Like, I don't understand why they're not promoting it more because I think, like, everybody, and then everybody who I've told that to since who has seen Game Night, they're like, oh, well, shit, I'm going to have to watch it then. Because it's like, it's like, whoa. They always go, like, they'll be like, you know, from the director of you know, Blank right. Blank. And I'm like, that movie sucks. Why would I want to go see that movie <laughs> if that's the guy who made it, right? And from so the like, directors of the Emoji movie. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, wow, head. exactly. From the director of Man of Steel. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> cool all right well why, why the fuck would i want to see that you know and so um but this one dude it is fantastic so i've never played a minute of dungeons and dragons in my life like all i know about it is just like what i mean, sure what you know about it which is like it's like magic like wizards right yeah, fantasy, like fantasy fantasy setting um you know, like create a character you know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. Like all the yeah, role playing. Like gotcha, yeah. I'm sure if you told me there was like people with pointy ears, I'd be like, yeah, that sounds about right, right? Right. So I knew nothing about like druids or any of that shit. Right? And so then um, we went to see it, and while the movie does go like, well, you know, they're the things from that blah 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 blah. Um, I think it 
gives the information concisely where like if you are a fan you'll be like oh my god he said the thing and then if you don't you're like oh it, it, you, you, know, you, you just kind of go oh it, he that just means king or something right right like there'd be little shots where they'd be like um they'd be you know i'd be like wow we gotta get there and there'd be like an establishing shot of like two creatures on a tree fighting over like some sort of berry or like a lock or something mm-hmm. and then it would pan down to our heroes and I, every time that happened or something like that happened i i lean over to Sydney and he'd be like, oh, that probably meant something to somebody. That's an Easter egg. Not for that's me, but somebody yeah, else. <laughs> exactly. Like, or they, you know, a guy would be walking around with a big coat and be like, that probably, that's like, a, that's like their Thanos or something. You know what I'm saying? But it's so good, man. Like it's, it's funny, but it's like genuinely funny. You end up caring about the characters. And um, an example of, of this is that Early, when a character goes back to their hometown and goes, I need to see my old husband because I need to, you know, see him. I need to mm-hmm. pick something up. And then, the, you know, they go see their husband and they open the door and it's like a big time actor in a cameo. And you think that they're going to do like a bit the whole time, right? That you're mm-hmm. just gonna be like, they're going to be like, wow, I can't believe they got this big actor to do this bit, right? Right. But then, in the initial joke, you laugh. But then the little a- the, the actor, like, delivers like genuine like emotion and he's like well you know you let you know what i'm saying like they have it and then right. before you know it i was like holy shit like a like that actor's really good for a fucking reason because he's killing it and then also <laughs> b like you know the, the movie doesn't go joke 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 it goes joke joke emotion genuine emotion genuine emotion jokes that come from that emotion like it's very sincere right like it doesn't right. it um it's there's jokes, but it's not like jokey joke, like where you're like the whole time you're like, well, they're not in danger because it's a comedy, but it's like great. Um, it looks great. Chris Pine is great. The characters, like by the time the movie ended, I was like, oh, I wish it was longer because I, I liked hanging out with the characters and, and their you know pitter patter and their back and forth. Right. Um, and so the movie did okay this weekend. Um, I'm hoping that it sticks around, that people go see it. I, I think if you have kids, I, I mean, there's like some jump scares, but it's nothing like. Um, what was the movie that I said that I was like, you, you can't take your kids because it's too violent. Like, it's not as bad as something, you know, it's, you know, PG-13, like Avatar 2, Top Gun, those are probably more adult. This is more like, you could easily take like your seven-year-old to this. You know, right. it's not, it's not supremely violent. It's like very, like, just like good. It's like, um, it's like, like the first Pirates, maybe a little bit less scary than the first Pirates, a little bit more okay. funny than the first Pirates. Um, like the mummy with Brendan Fraser, like a little bit less right, scary right. than that. Okay. Like just like sort of like squashbuckling, um, sort of adventure movie. Oh, oh my gosh. I put, I leaned over to city and I was like, oh my gosh, they actually put the actors in real sets and they took them outside and it looks great. Isn't that amazing? Cause you know, <laughs> fucking, um, Marvel just does the everything in like, like on the volume stages, or whatever in volume yeah. and it all look like it, they try to make it look real, but I'm like, you're just on a set. Like you can go outside. Like if you want a mountain range, you can literally like go to Ireland and like just film there. But they don't want to because it's easier to do it on set. So I was telling Zeke, I was like, right. they're like on a beach. It's a real beach. Like, oh my God. And it looks amazing. Also, like, how is this a thing that there has been no pushback from like actors on? Like I, I have to imagine that part of the appeal of doing a movie if you're an actor is like going to a place and doing it, right? And having I, it be there, right? Like, right, like, like, wow, when, look, look at this mountain and like, look at how bigness and like react to it. And then you could be like, yeah, we can just go to a real one, right? Like, yeah, right. Like even outside of the ease of acting, of like actually having the thing there, like mm-hmm. if you're 
fucking they did the Lord of the Rings movies in New Zealand, right? If you're yeah. fucking Viggo mm-hmm. Mortensen's yeah. like, I would love to go to New Zealand. <laughs> as opposed to as opposed to I'm gonna stay in a hotel next to the set and every time I would just walk out into this fucking giant green room. <laughs> yeah, well game and there's a treadmill in the middle and you're just like, Oh, the monster's behind us. Um, and I don't want to say that there aren't like sequences where they're like in a green screen because there's like right. this sort of yeah. lava part where like, of course, where the fuck are we going to get lava from, <laughs> We're right? filming inside a volcano. Exactly, <laughs> right? Pulled like, a lot of permits. It's an active one. Uh, <laughs> and they use like actual like puppets. Like, like, like there's a sequence where they like, um, a uh, small like bird creature, which I, again, to Sydney, I was like, that probably, that bird creature is probably something important. Um, <laughs> But uh, they like save one, right? And you look at, and it looks like a puppet. But there's just something so much better to having that than having some sort of weightless CGI blob, right? I think it looks so good when mm-hmm. you have a, an actor like in Lord of the Rings who puts makeup on their face and they got like you know like a weird mouth, right? Like it, it, uh, just the Last of Us. They talk about how they put a whole bunch of motherfuckers through like a school that like this is how these zombies yeah. would move, and exactly. so they're they're doing that, and it's like you didn't have to do that, but it's very clearly better that you did. <laughs> it looks so much better, and like. You compare something like that to, while I do think this is creepy and it looks great, something like World War Z, where it's all just CGI, like, dummies, and, like, it looks great because it looks like water and it looks like it's very scary, but there's clearly a difference because we as people know what people move, like, even creepy people, right? Yeah, like, World War Z, when they they pile themselves up to climb over that giant wall, right? Mm-hmm. Isn't that a thing that happens in World yeah. War Z? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I remember thinking that, like, one, it got the point across and was, like, effective in what it was trying to do. But I remember visually seeing that and being like, that doesn't look great. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, you're like, wow, okay. Like, like I mean, like, they're not people. They're not people who are zombies. <laughs> they're just, like, you know, ant cartoon things. Yeah, um, so I'm playing yeah, so, Left for Dead, and that's what it looks like. <laughs> right, right. Um, I think if you... Um, I know you're going to see John Wick, and I do think it is better... But I think if you're listening to this and you were like, well, I don't, you know, I'm going to take my kids to something, but I don't take, you can't take them to John Wick. And you're like, well, you know, and they're maybe a little bit too old for Mario or maybe they're not into Mario. This is 100% a movie that like teenage or like me when I was like 10 years old and we had HBO, I would watch like anytime it came on. I'd just be watching it on repeat because it's um, super breezy. I talked to a friend who went to see it and I was texting her and she's like, now I liked it a little bit more than she did like as a movie. She said mm-hmm. it's a, she's, it's a three and a half out of five as a movie, but it's a five out of five as a rewatchable movie and i was like i think you're so right these movies like men in black mean girls who you can just watch like a thousand times because they move so fast and they're so breezy that you can be like oh you know this person's coming let me put it on right what you can't really do with something like john wick or even avatar 2 which i love you can't just be like i'm gonna watch it again um but uh yeah i think if you have a chance to see it you won't be disappointed you don't need to know a single thing I posted a story where I was like, hey, you know, other movies, Creed 2, Scream 6, John Wick 4, they all were, are big this month, but, you know, support this one because even though it is a big studio movie, I think it's important to, to support movies that are good by good filmmakers so that they'll make more. And I had, like, a bunch of responses of people being like, all right, I don't know anything. Can I still watch it? I was like, fuck, I should have put that in the thing because I think sometimes people see these big IPs and they're like, well, because of Marvel, they're like, well... I can't just jump into Ant-Man 3 because they're just going to dump, like, they're just going to be like, fuck you, you didn't keep up, we're moving without you. Right. And they just assume that all big IP movies, that's how they work now, and they kind of forget that there's ones that actually give a shit about the audience if they're newbies. To me, that's a weird question to ask because, I mean, I 
I guess it's not weird. But it's one that never even crossed my mind. Because one, again, I mean, like, I don't know anything about Dungeons & Dragons. But mm. I am in the... I play a lot of video games. And so I think that even while not knowing anything about Dungeons & Dragons, I'm going to be more... I'm closer to the audience that a movie like that is shooting for, or at least that mm-hmm. IP would reach. So, like, in my head, I was like, they're obviously, like, they can't, they're not going to go super nuts so deep into Dungeons and & Dragons, because, like, I'm close to the source and I still don't know shit. If you're telling, like, you can't make a, you can't make a movie and release it fucking worldwide for, like, 1% of the population that's super into Dungeons exactly. & Dragons. <laughs> so, it's right, like, exactly. I, I knew it wasn't going to be, like, super deep into the lore of Dungeons and Dragons. Mm. But that's also one of the reasons why I was like, this movie's going to do terrible. Like one, I thought it could be terrible. And two, I was like, there's, there's no way. I, I just feel like 60% of the population is like nerds and like just yeah. will not watch it. Exactly. Exactly. But, but yeah, hopefully, yeah, I think that, I think that's true. I think they're just, and I think that's what people don't want. They just assume they can go in and be like, just nerve, nerve bullshit. And they're going to have to just be like, great this is this is fun but it's not it actually tries <laughs> right. to bring people in who have no idea what it is um and so yes yeah, so that's um dungeons and dragons honor among thieves it was a uh, really great and john wick 4 which of course uh, is also great but uh yeah so what have you been up to since we last talked all right uh i'm going to touch on two things um so i've got uh i i told you uh, i don't know if i said it on the podcast but uh i watched top gun maverick with my dad um mm-hmm. and he was uh, every time we talked about it beforehand, I definitely got the vibe that he was not looking forward to this movie at all. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched it, and he was like, that's fucking incredible. So, <laughs> it's a converted. <laughs> uh, we have another believer. Um, he was saying, and kind of like you said uh, with Dungeons & Dragons, he was like, this is, this is like the perfect movie that I feel like if I'm just scrolling through TV and I can't find anything to watch, and mm-hmm. it pops up... There's going to be a scene coming soon that I think is super cool, and I'll probably stop and watch it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And it is, and it's funny because there was uh, there was multiple times, and we talked about this kind of when we talked about it. But there were a couple times where we're watching it, and out loud he goes, like basically he's like, "It's so fucking corny, but it's so fucking good." Like <laughs> like 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 you get the the like the moment with him and rooster you're like corny but amazing yeah. like you know, like it's did all this shit that you that tweet about that he's like i wish i was with my dad and he was like they did something and my dad just mumbles that's just that's how it's done or something like that <laughs> right and yeah and, and then they were like yeah my dad said oh wow they really did it or like wow that's how movies are in like farsi like the, the language yeah. <laughs> yeah and then uh so it's funny my dad uh, the moment that Tom Cruise comes in on the jet to do the test himself, he turns to me, he's like, this is fucking awesome. I was like, that's what I said at this exact moment. <laughs> uh, it's just a, just a fucking great movie. Um, did, you, um, did you get a chance uh, to watch it? So have you been watching it like on your PS5, like on the 4K disc? Yes, I have. Um, okay, because I was going to say, I was like, I, I love that the, and I think Amazon, it's on Amazon Prime now, and I checked, and I think it also does it then which i'm glad it does and i think most movies who are or that are from the imax don't which is during those sequences where the movie expands the screen in imax they yeah. also expand it in the disc and they yeah. also expand it in amazon prime i think that's so fucking cool right because it's not lame like like michael bay doing the transformers movies and changing mm-hmm. it but i think 
um, something like uh, The Dark Knight, um, I think Interstellar, other other movies that are filmed. Uh, I, I think Mission Impossible Four sequences filmed that way, where the screen would expand during the IMAX sequences. If you watched that way, um, when you watched it at home, they would just keep it right, or they would right. just like keep the box. But I think I'm glad that the movie goes. No, I mean this is something that makes the movie better in theaters. So let's just go ahead and put it at home, expand right. it, right? So um, I think that's so cool. I'm so glad that they kept that. Yeah, so Top Gun Maverick, solid, as always. Yes. And then uh, the other thing uh, that I don't have on this list that I'm going to talk about uh, briefly mm-hmm. is um, Tyler, the Creator, released a new version of the album, Call Me If mm-hmm. You Get Lost, uh, called The Estate Sale. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so this... This album is older than I thought. Like, I know yes. it's not. Okay, yes. Uh, it's two years old, right? Like, yes. I had the same I reaction. Was like, I was sitting here, right, and I was like, I was like, did it win? Here, here's what happened when I first heard he was releasing this. I was like, I can't remember. Did this album win the Grammy last year? And I looked last year, and it was Miss Morale and the Big Steppers. I was like, damn. I was like, wait a minute. And I looked, in the year before it won the, the Grammy, and I was like, I was like, fuck, this shit's too yeah, so like I have Apple Music. Um, my fa- my sister got it and she's like we're on a family plan. So I clicked on the album to um, like add the songs at the bottom, like download them after they had yeah. been added. And so I went to the album. You know, it has the the album co- album cover, and then it says like Tyler Creator, and then it says like rap, and then the year, and it's twenty twenty one. I was like, twenty twenty one? Last year? What the fuck? <laughs> like I had the exact same reaction where I was like, wait. I was like, oh my god, it was. It was like right around like the summertime of 2021. Because I was like, wait, but because I remember, I, I think I posted an Instagram and I used one of the song lyrics in it. And I was like, but that was last year. It was me, uh, our friend Ryan and Haley. I was like, that was last year. So I was scrolling through my Instagram and I'm like, my lord, that was two years ago. Oh my god. <laughs> so I, so here's here's the two things kind of about this is that um, like the album's two years old. Had no fucking idea. Um. It was, and probably still is, like, one of my favorite albums. I'm not going to say top five. I don't even know that I'd say top ten. But, like, it's it's a very solid album. Mm. So, he he released, uh, like, a couple videos on Twitter. Like, videos mm-hmm. for each song. And I was like, what's going on? And then he, I saw, basically, that he's... These are songs that he really liked, but they got cut. Because mm-hmm. they just didn't fit. You know what I mean? Like, these are songs he's like, I want people to hear them because I love them and I, I want them to be heard. But, like, ultimately, like, things get left on the cutting room floor all the time. Um, so, he, he puts these songs on there. Um, this is, this might sound stupid, like, but... It, and it's clear, like, they, obviously, he didn't push too much. But, like, I was surprised he got DJ Drama back. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know that DJ Drama's so busy that he can't do it. But I was yeah, just like, do like little bits. Yeah, yeah. Like, but he just comes. He's like the very first track and the last track. He's he's on. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously he was just like, uh, I'm adding some stuff. You just do like a little bit for this track, a little bit for that. And he was like, sure. Yeah. Um, but it was. I was just surprised. Um, so he's got. Uh, a song called Stuntman, I think, is the name mm-hmm. of it, with Vince with, Staples. Uh, Vince. Yep. Uh, really good. Um, he's got... I'm trying to pull it up now. Um, let's see. Ba, 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 ba. Um, one called Wharf Talk? Wharf Talk with ASAP Rocky. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got one called Dogtooth, which is like, if I remember correctly, is a little bit of an R&B. Maybe not R&B, but it's got, it's got some 
it's hard because he flirts that line a lot. Like, it randomly shifts uh, a mm-hmm. lot. But, anyways, all these songs are, one, really good, and two, 100% on the cutting room floor. Like, yeah. I, like, I can tell they should not have been on the album. That makes sense? Like, I'm glad I can hear them now, but I... These would be weaker songs on the album because either A, they're just not quite as good, or B, I don't know where you would put them so that the album feels cohesive. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I I, I, I I, was texting you yesterday about it. I was like, it's definitely interesting Like, um, when you listen to an album, the deluxe version, and you listen to the deluxe songs, and you're like, these are great, but I can totally get, like you said, like why they were cut, or like why they're a little bit different, maybe they don't quite mesh, and then... Right, like exactly what you said, how you describe them. But it's always interesting when you go that you're like, wow, I guess it is pretty cool how you can like have great songs or like how hard it is just to put a, an album together and being like, I'm, you know, he's been tweeting about him, it. like songs you love and being like, well, it doesn't fit, and then you have to leave them off. And you're like, there's this great song that I love that it's one of my favorites. I just can't put it in. Right, and and you know, really thank God uh, for LeBron for inventing. No, oh. <laughs> the deluxe album. I was just gonna, when you were talking earlier, I was like, I'm gonna bring up LeBron. You know what? Thank you for taking this time with me. You know what? Here you go, two more. <laughs> um, really, he saved the music industry. Um, but, but with all that being said, the ver- me personally, the very last song on the this one, uh, the last added song is "Sorry Not Sorry," mm. and that shit is a fucking banger and that one is the one where i'm like you had to find a way to put this on the album like i don't know where you're gonna put it but this shit is so good and it doesn't i just feel like there was a spot for it i don't know where that spot is i'm not the guy but like i'm like this doesn't feel like stuntman to me feels like it's not quite on the same album like like Mm -hmm. uh it's got all the dna but it just doesn't feel the same like this one i'm like this shit's on there (laughs) it's it's always interesting it's like interesting that you you know or you say you know you should put it on there and i honestly i like when artists do that when they just like the song doesn't fit the rest of the album they just go fuck it i'm gonna put it on right and that's what you should have done you should have just tacked that shit on at the end like if you ever listen to uh, beyonce's lemonade the whole album is very r&b it's also very like emotional it's about uh, you know jay-z cheating and him forgiving you know it's very there's a through line it's like there's a story that's being told and then at the end she just puts in formation like at the very end it doesn't fit (laughs) kind of at all but it was just like it don't matter. So bang it. I'm not not gonna put this on an album. You know, you know, I performed this at the Super Bowl. I'm not not gonna put this shit on there. And so she just puts it at the end. And so I think that's what he should have done. He should have just been like, you know, doesn't fit. Fuck it. Putting it on the end. Yeah. Here I'll go uh, two more. <laughs> Here I'll go two more. <laughs> but yeah, so those are just two things I was gonna touch on real quick. Um, I have one more, but I'll, I'll come back to that. Yeah, same. And I'll, I'll do uh, I'll, I'll do the two that I've been watching. I'll just. Oh. I, We'll put off this video game again because I do want to talk about it eventually, but I don't want to do it too fast. Um, also, real quick, sorry, just because I thought about it. Um, I know we mentioned that this album is two years old, um, which is, it surprised us all, right? Yeah. But uh, releasing a deluxe version of a two-year-old album is a fucking wild choice. You <laughs> couldn't... <laughs> so I, I can imagine, I, I imagine that there must have been a discussion. Where they were like, all right, for your next shit. I know, I mean, you know, because Igor sounds very different from this one. But you could be like, hey, is there any way that you could just, like, make another one that sounds the same? Like, and we could just put these on there? Like, is that a, which I guess is, is good that he's just like, you know what? I'm, I'm closing the door on this sound, and I'm going to put him on in a two-year-old you know, album rather than be like, we got to, you know, call me if you get lost, too. Yeah. You know, him, him and Kanye, to me. Uh, him, Kanye, Kendrick are... Uh, 
like the godfathers of like literally creating a sound for one album and then just fucking done. We're mm-hmm. not coming back to that. That shit right. is never happening again. Like, uh, Kanye's first two albums are a little different because you got to establish yourself. Like, you know what I mean? College dropout, late registration. I feel like any of those could go in any song, really. Right. Um, graduation, that's fucking never heard again. 808s and Heartbreak, never did again. Jesus, mm-hmm. never did again. My Beautiful Darkness of Vanity, never did again. Like, he just, he makes a sound, he fucking kicks it out. Uh, fucking Good Kid, Mad City, done. To Pimp a Butterfly, done, damn, done. You know what I mean? Like, right. fucking Igor, done. Flower Boy, done. Fucking Wolf, done. Call Me If You Get Lost, done. Like, he's like, I'm not touching that shit again. Um, right. And I think that's also a testament to, like, the range. You know what I mean? Like, Fucking, do you think there's any chance that fucking 21 Savage can do that? No. He's just no. going to keep... Future? Future's going to keep coming out with the same album again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry. But yeah, now, two years later, I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, when I figured out it was two years ago, I was like, hold on. So he did this two years later? <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those, is like, I mean, I'm, I, like you said, like, I'm not complaining, but it's like, you know, nobody's ever done this before, right? Like, <laughs> right. How long years. were you sitting on those? Like, <laughs> like how yeah. how often were you going back? Like, man, I really wish people could have heard this, but it's too bad it didn't make the album. And then two years later, it finally was just eating at you enough. You're like, fuck, I gotta put it out. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's, you know how, to, again, to go back to that bit, you know, it took him two years to, for him to give, say, give thank you for this, you can ride with me. You know, to your ride with me, here I go two more. <laughs> <laughs> he, he asked DJ Drama, and DJ Drama was like, you talk about the album <laughs> that we did oh, like three we're, years we're ago? Go, we're back in the saddle? Like, uh, not quite. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just doing some deluxe songs. He's like, fucking DJ Drama was sitting in his house like, was that last year? That was <laughs> two <laughs> years ago? It was two years ago. <laughs> right. That flies. <laughs> he should have said that in the fucking, <laughs> the first track. Motherfuckers. He's like, it's been a long year. Two years? <laughs> like, that's just... uh, 730 something days. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, so anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to cut us back no, off for that. Fine, but fine. like, I just. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. that was wild. Um, so, all right, what else you got? Yeah, I got two that I'll go through real quick. Um, one is Shazam Fury of the Gods, which I think was the. You know, one, another movie that came out in March. Um, so March was stacked, right? We got Creed 3, Scream 6, John Wick 4, and Dungeons and Dragons. All of them, either a four or four and a half, fucking awesome genre filmmaking. You got horror, you got them. Basically, each one of them is the best version of that kind of movie that you can make. I can okay. easily say that, right? Like, Scream is the best kind of, like, genre sequel, scary movie sequel you can make. Um, Creed 3 is, like, the best type of sports movie you can make. I mean, uh, you know, there's versions that transcend that that become, like, Top Guns or Rockies or even Get Outs. But there's, you know, the best that you can hope to get, right? And then John Wick 4 is, like, the best kind of action movie you can get, right? And so, mm-hmm. in the middle of all that, you got Shazam, Fear of the Gods. Um, <laughs> and it's it's fine. Like, Sid and I both came to the... We went to see it together, and we came to the conclusion as we were walking out that it was, like, that was fine. Uh, especially the reason we had that reaction is because it had been a few days... It came. We watched it a few days after it came out, and we'd been on Twitter, and people were like, "Wow, you know, Shazam Pack is in the air. It sucks. Oh, you know, it's like you know, we're all tired. You know, super." That is what I heard. Uh, exactly. Like it's it's a piece of shit. It looks Shazam horrible. Shazam Pack is in the air. <laughs> and so they, and and so we were both like, I mean, we bought tickets, and we we're like, well, and we love the first one, so we we're like, well, 
it can't be that bad. And so we walk in and, you know, early on, I think the movie's a little rough here and there, but then it finds its footing and eventually there's some really good, um, uh, there's good bits to it. And then by we walking out, we're like, that was fine. Like we had a good time. And she's like, yeah, like I think Twitter was just like, for some reason, people were looking for a reason to just shit on it just because it wasn't, you know, Avengers Endgame, right? right. Um, I think it's closer to something like Ant-Man um, or maybe not good as good as a Black Widow. I thought it was better than Quantum Mania. Um, I'm trying to think. Thor One, I would say this is about as good as Thor One, right? Which is fine, and but you would never be like, it's the end of superhero movies. Thor, yeah, so, you know. nobody's nobody's ever. Yeah, okay. So yeah, it's not it's not awful, but no. nobody's ever like, you know what I want to watch? <laughs> you know what I want to watch again? Thor One. No, exactly, no one ever. Right. <laughs> exactly. But you're never gonna ding somebody for like, oh, we're watching, you know, Thor One with the kids. You're like, well, it's not the best one, but you know, you do you, right? Yeah. Whereas if I just think we've talked about this on here before, I just think people are so quick to forget Daredevil, Elektra, Ghost Riders. You know, we you weren't outside. You know, you weren't there. <laughs> I paid twelve dollars to watch Ghost Rider, man. Like I said, that's that's you know, that's me as a as a as a preteen paying that much money. You know, and so. I just Hulk, the first Hulk, like oh my god, like I just it, it 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 like yes, you cannot like it, and yes, it's not amazing, it's not great, but don't look at me and be like wow, Shazam, Fear of the Gods is the worst thing ever when it's not, it's fine, right? Um, and so not yeah, to, I think not if, to sidetrack us, isn't it wild that Ghost Rider got a sequel? <laughs> dude, yes, like that's what I'm saying is like now they're like everybody's like Shazam, Fear of the Gods, it's such a stinker, it's gonna kill DC, and I'm like. Dude, like you said. You're like, it's already da- dead. <laughs> what Daredevil, do we it's already dead. And if it wasn't, they'd probably get a sequel. Like, Dare, like Daredevil got a spinoff. They did an Electra movie, and that thing stank, right? They Daredevil was one. terrible, and the spinoff was also terrible. Exactly. Like, it's like, I don't understand. Like, I don't, I don't know. It, it just it, it doesn't make any sense to me that people are this harsh on it. But it's still, it's fun. It's got some, you know, a couple of good action set pieces, a couple of good, um, you know, performances. There's a kid in there. Did you ever watch either the first Shazam and or it the first it. neither I'm okay sure. there's a there's a young actor in there who's really good and he gives he's like he's like the sidekick in in shazam he's like the human sidekick in shazam and then in it he's one of the kids and he has really great line readings and so anytime he had a scene in this one i was like this is really good he's a great actor i can't wait to see what he does and same thing with like other actors who are like putting in nice solid comedic performances i just think that it sucks that the weakest part of shazam is the titular shazam I think Zachary <laughs> Levi in this one, in the first one, he does like that kid in adult body thing. And I think it works fine because yeah. it's very small doses. In this, that's the main attract, like the main event. And so it becomes a little grating as the movie goes on. But mm. it doesn't break the movie. It just sucks that the worst part of the movie, is the which guy. is still fine, is the guy. Right. Um, but the, yeah, the chance, Shazam, Fear of the Gods, you know, it's fine. I, you know, I, I think I gave it like a three, maybe, I think out of five, which, you know, maybe two and a half, but it's like, we used to, used we used to put up with so much worse, right? Like we <laughs> need to calm down and realize that we get the best. But anyway, and then I also finished up uh, you season four, um, and Cindy and I both really liked it. I think we, I think my rankings would probably put it in terms of seasons. I like two and three more, and then the first season, and then this one. Um, this one, the first half of the season really takes a long time to get going, and it's actually kind of boring like some some parts like she'd be like 
why are they putting him in a scene with this girl? She's like sucks. Or they'd be like, I'd be like, they'd be joining like some threads. They'd be like, why are we doing? She'd be sitting and be like, why are we doing this? Like, what's going on? Um, but then the back half, I think, really picks up a lot of slack. You see why they were going a little slow in the first one, but even then, you know, it doesn't quite make up for it. But still, I had a great time. And like I said before, kind of like when I was watching, uh, what was the show? Um, the Flight Attendant. I don't know if you remember that, where I yep. was like, you know, you go, wait, this is junk food. You've been scared. You've been giving me junk food. That, you is that, right? There's no right. pretense of it being Barry or Succession or The Last of Us or what was the other one? The other big one, uh, House of the Dragon. You know, House of the Dragon. It's just like pure high octane just like great junk food but it's so good it's so tasty right so right um they said season five is gonna be the last one so i'm excited to see how it ends up but i think if you watch the first three seasons and you're like how are they gonna keep this up is this still gonna be entertaining it is i had a, a, a pretty you know blast with it it's on netflix um and it's still great where you're like joke you got us again you motherfucker you, you, <laughs> you murderous piece of shit um but uh yeah that's uh, you season four and shazam both of which i think well you is better but but both of them i think are, are worth Back, yeah. backseat but you know if it's yeah if it's mm-hmm. your things go ahead and give it a watch mm-hmm. 100%. all right so um the only other thing i've been doing which i've been sinking a lot of time into is uh i mentioned on here that i bought a playstation one game to play on my playstation 5 called legend of dragoon um so i've been playing a bunch of that um so this game man all right so i am able to objectively say i'm like 90 percent sure i have some rose tainted glasses for this thing which is to Mm -hmm. say that like I love it. I'm having a great time playing it. There's not mm-hmm. one bit of me that's like, I will maybe shouldn't have spent money on this. Um, 100% worth buying, having a great time. Uh, I don't know if this game's any good. <laughs> <laughs> it's got, it's got, um, it's like an old school turn-based RPG. It's got one in a, like one, when I say one innovation, I don't mean it's like the only thing that's not cookie cutter. I'm just saying it's like, it's got a legitimate innovation that I am 100% surprised did not take off. Um, yeah. Which is, and it, it, I guess ultimately like turn-based RPGs as a whole kind of just fell off. So, yeah. uh, but the idea is that all of your characters have these combos called additions. And so you press attack and he goes up to swing and like you have like this timing where you do combos. So like while it is a turn-based RPG, we give you a level of interaction while you're just quote unquote attacking you get what i'm saying like mm-hmm. instead of just pressing attack your guy runs across the screen cuts him with a sword jumps back like like there's a little bit of interaction there that you don't get in a lot of games and i'm surprised that that's not something i saw more of mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. the let's see so some of the things i'll give uh pluses for this game the music is incredible uh, i know like it's it's uh, PlayStation One music through and through. There's, you're not gonna hear it and be like, "Wow, this is modern." No, right? But, it's like that. Like, ding, 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 ding. I get like the little. But like, it's uh, an, yeah. But it, the thing is, is it's it's better than that. Like it, that, and that's what I'm saying. This is mm-hmm. great music for PlayStation One times. Now, this may be run of the mill in a PlayStation Two, but like even now, hearing it, I can be like, "Yeah, this movie, this music's kind of tight," and it's it's like way better than Final Fantasy VII music, right? Like it, it it's so fucking good. Um, in my opinion, uh, the, the, 
the animation for a PlayStation 1 game is the smoothest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. Like, these combos are incredible looking for a PlayStation 1, which is to say that the graphics are garbage because it's a PlayStation 1. Right. But, like, it is done in such a manner that it looks like real people moving. When that shouldn't seem like a stretch, right? But, like, when you imagine... I don't know if you've ever seen a screenshot of Final Fantasy VII, but it's like blob, like two blobs for an arm that are a, a, a straight, like they're they're blobs, but like they're stiff. Um, right. And then like you know, two blobs for your feet, those are stiff, and then you have a head. Um, yeah. But like this does not look like that. Like there's a scene, scene. There's a spot where like a your main character is like like sprinting and dives for something at the same time as someone else. Mm-hmm. And I rem- like I was stunned. I know that sounds stupid because it's a PlayStation one, but I was like, that shit looks so good. Like I can't imagine. So they sunk a bunch of you know what I mean? Like the animations look incredible. The music, incredible. The story is not great. Um the story <laughs> is it's super duper bare bones. Um and there's some there's some twists and some some intricacies, but like this is an old school four disc PS PS one, mm-hmm. and uh, this game has some weird like shit going on with it in terms of like, I mean, I'll get to it, but like it tells you when you're switching the disc, quote unquote. Obviously, you don't have a disc to switch, but it like switches the disc for you. So you it it doesn't give you a bunch of information about what is actually going on until like disc three. Like it sets up that there's weird shit going on. But, like, does not explain a bit of it until disc three. Which is a long fucking time to expect people to play a game before you give them any real info. Um, now, the weird shit I was saying is going on is that... So, the voice acting in this game is fucking horrendous. But it's the <laughs> right kind of horrendous. It's the kind of horrendous that, like... I'm going to tell you about it. I told my dad about it. It's fucking hilarious. There's a, We've talked about how there's... Things are bad and they're just bad, and then yeah. sometimes things are bad that they're good. This is that for me. Like it's this is like so... the um, where did everybody go? Bingo or yeah, the exactly, line line? <laughs> exactly. But this is this is worse because this isn't like cheesy lines. This is like just literal bad voice acting. Like <laughs> like the lines are in front of them, and they're but so like one weird thing about like some of the artifacts is this doesn't make any fucking sense to me ever. When you get to a zone, like, all right, so there's different zones and like every time you move to a new zone, not well, there's clear physical markers for when you have to switch discs. So mm-hmm. if you're in disc three area and you want to go to a town that's in disc two mm-hmm. back in the PlayStation one, you could do it and you wouldn't lose your progress, but it'd be like, please put in disc two and you'd put in right. disc two. Um, when you do that in this game, it's like, it'll say like, please put in disc and it'll automatically move to the loading screen, right? Like it, it, but why, if you listen closely while it's loading, you can hear the sound of a disc scratching, which means like, like, you know, when you put a disc in your PlayStation and it's mostly Mm -hmm. quiet, but then like it tries to read something and you hear like the... Yeah, yeah, you can hear that. And I'm like, why is that there? Like, this is a digital copy of the game. And it, it's not, like, that's not a sound the code in the game makes. So, like, uh-huh. what happened that I can hear the disc switching in my headphones? Like, what mm-hmm. is actually, what caused this? Um, so, that's hilarious. 
Bro, all right, so the additions I told you about, like, mm-hmm. they all have names. And so, like, you choose... Before you go into a fight, you have one selected, and that's the one you do for that fight. But they don't say the name unless you complete it correctly. Like, you time everything correctly. But, man, the names are... The names are whatever, but the voice acting is hilarious. So, like, the first... So, you all right, your main character's name is Dart. His first addition is Double Slash. And it... I mean, it's poorly voice acted, but he's like, Double Slash! Double slash. Like it's it's not great, but it's whatever, bro. All right, the next one is called Volcano, and the shit that kills me the most when he does Volcano is he does the cl- like if you're trying to yell in your house but you can't yell. So like it, the best way I can explain it is like whatever you do to your voice to mimic yelling when you're not actually yelling, that's what it is. Like he, like <laughs> the guy like recorded the line like in his closet and like couldn't like in the middle of the night and didn't want to wake his wife up. So he's like <laughs> volcano. Volcano. Like he does like the fa- yes. Uh. <laughs> it's like it kills me. Um. Let's see. <laughs> then he's got one. He's got one called Burning Rush. He just says Burning Rush. Doesn't sound great, but whatever. His next one is called Crush Dance. And I don't know why he says it, but when he does it, he's like, Crush Dance. Yes. Crush Dance. It's, the, I don't know why you say it like that. He sounds like Mimsy <laughs> in South Park. And, but the fucking, the best one, his fifth one is called, first of all, uh, oh, also, million translation errors in this fucking game. There's, you talk to this person who's clearly a merchant, their name is Woman of Item Shop. You biffed it. That's <laughs> that's not good English. You biffed it. Um, but oh, oh, this, dude, oh, are you saying that? Okay, after you finish, are you finished? Remind me, well, I'll tell you the story of something that happened to me in real life that was similar to that. But sorry, go ahead. You saying that just triggered that thing that I was like, I have to tell. Yeah. Okay, sorry, so I'll come back to it. Yeah, yeah. So his his next move has to be translation error. But it's called Madness Hero, which is sounds stupid. But English is clearly not his primary language. He says he the move is called Madness Hero. He goes Madness Hero. Yes. Go. Madness Hero. Like there's the weird like <laughs> Madness Hero. Like the, he's got this stupid vibration at the end of his voice that just kills me every time I fucking hear it. Um. And then, like, another translation error is one of your characters is a, um, like, a, a, a hand-to-hand fighter. And his, so, when you look at the moves, like, the list of additions when you select one, it says Flurry of Sticks S-T-Y-X, right? Like, mm-hmm. all right, so your knowledge of S-T-Y-X, like, you you know what the river sticks is, right? Like, in fucking Greek mythology? Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Okay, like, the path to hell, right? You know yeah, what I mean? Right, it's, a, right. it's a river. So, it says Flurry of Sticks. Uh, you do the combo. He yells. He's like, Flurry of Sticks. It sounds stupid, but he says it. But my favorite part is that the... Every time you do the move, like volcano, it, the word volcano pops up on the bottom right because you know that's the move you're doing. When you do flurry of sticks, it pops up on the bottom right, and it says fairy 
F-E-R-R-Y of Sticks. And I'm like, that's the right one. You guys wrote Flurry of Sticks, had him say Flurry of Sticks. It was definitely supposed to be Fairy of Sticks because that would be the boat that takes you to hell. Like, exactly. it, that's what... But he's like, Flurry of Sticks. And I'm like, God damn it. And then the the last thing I'll go that about the translation that kills me is that... So there's a boss early on named Frugal. All right, mm-hmm. so your character's name is Dart. You have a person in your the first person you meet named Rose. That's a pretty normal name. Shayna, a normal name. You, you come across a knight named Lavitz Slambert. Okay, whatever the fuck that name is. Uh, there's a king named Albert, which is a normal name, but it doesn't really fit. Um, Hashel, Maru, Congol. So these names are not normal names. The boss's name is Frugal, right? So you do right. this boss fight with Frugal. All right, so he's got, it's frugal, and there's like a bird flying next to him and a dog next to him, and you can target each of these independently. So my my RPG uh, fight knowledge is like, I'm going to get rid of the two small things first because they're going to fuck me up. They're going to be little pests getting in there, right? So I, I target the right. dog. Its name is Guftus. Stupid-ass fucking name, Guftus. <laughs> I start beating the dog shit out of Guftus. Mm-hmm. And I, like, so frugal attacks. He's like, Guftus, and he like tells the dog to come and attack me. I'm like, whatever. Right. Bro, the next thing he says, I was like, I, I did a fucking double take. This motherfucker, so again, he was like, Goftus, and the dog attacked me. He goes, Rodriguez! Rodriguez! And the fucking bird attacks me, and I was like, are you telling me this bird's name is Rodriguez? And so I target the bird, which I hadn't done yet, because I'm just trying to kill the dog first. Sure shit, bird's named Rodriguez, bro. There's a the translation error. Has to be. There's no way in Japan this bird is named Rodriguez, bro. Stop it. <laughs> and he just fucking yells it and it's got like the little digital like you know all audio has Rodriguez and I was like what are we talking about <laughs> what the fuck goes on in this game he's not anywhere near anything that could even remotely be considered like Spanish or like Mexican like it's not like the 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 location doesn't seem to match up some asshole in America was just like I think I'm gonna just call it Rodriguez like there's no reason there's not You're one like, bit that's like, a really cool cool name yeah let's just put it that sorry it doesn't make sense it doesn't matter <laughs> just fucking go with your your fucking arch nemesis name is Lloyd like it, it's all just a fucking it doesn't none of it makes sense but like yeah nah bro Rodriguez I was like what are we talking about right now the dog's name is Guftus and the bird's <laughs> name is Rodriguez stop it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyways, with all that being said, I'm having a great fucking time. I love it. Uh, like some, there's enough, there's enough cool shit that like all the dumb shit doesn't matter. And I just laugh at it, bro. Lav fucking Albert. He's a, he does wind attacks. Mm -hmm. His move is called gust of wind dance, but like both voice actors, cause there's a, there's a spoiler. I'm not going to tell you. There's two voice actors that say this move mm-hmm. and they both say it the same wrong way. And I don't understand. They say gust of wind dance. And like, it, I'm like, that's not, you would just say gust of wind dance. They're like gust of wind dance. I'm like, stop it. Why are you, why are you speaking like this? And they got two separate people to say it the same fucking way. Gust of wind dance. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> One of you should have said it right. Just can't, bro. I can't. This game's a fucking joke. But I love it. But it's a joke. Um, if turn-based RPGs are a thing you like, I mean, it's only 10 bucks. It's pretty fun. There's a lot. Like I said, there's a little innovations that I think are really cool. Um, and, like, even the bad shit is just bad enough for you to laugh at. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it's it's a good time. So, anyways, real quick, tell me about Woman of Item Shop. 
for you. Uh, <laughs> Moon of Ayatollah. I was gonna say I was like, well, yeah, um, we can wrap up with the story if you want, and just okay. push the the topics the next weekend because it, it's not a long story, but I, you know, we could talk about it. But so basically, I was working on, I think Wednesday or Thursday, right? And I got okay. a call, and usually I don't answer if I don't know the number. Um, mm-hmm. like usually like, it'll say like Sacramento, or it'll say like you know like Idaho, Idaho, or Iowa or something. I'd be like, oh, it's a, you know, we're calling about your warranty, right? Like, I yeah, right, answer. exactly. Yeah. But it was um it, it was a three three six number and it was from Winston Salem and so then my dad usually sometimes works out that way by High Point or you know Winston Salem and so I was like well you know I don't want to yeah answer I've it. seen him in Kernersville once <laughs> oh you did oh okay nice nice remember yeah, I so text you I was oh, like right, right 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 I was like is he more going to do a talk about <laughs> oh right 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 that's right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and so it's like that and so it's like you know if if it's like you know, there was an accident and somebody from 336 called and he's like, hey, you're like his crime co- co- Like Basically, right. I, I was like, I don't want to not answer. So I, you know, I answer. And it's like, hello. And he goes, this guy goes, hello. Um, can you verify your name, please? And I was like, well, who's who's calling? Like, who is this? And um, this man has a very thick Indian accent. So uh, I was like, no way. I was like, who who's, uh, who is it? Like, who are you looking for? He goes, oh, well, you, can you verify who you are? And I was like, this sounds a little sketchy. I was like, well, wh- who are you? Like, where are you calling from? He says, oh, we're calling from the U.S. Border Protection Agency or something like that. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. Well, what's well, uh, fine. My name is Ever Castro. And he goes, oh, yeah, you're who we're looking for. That's who we're looking for. And I was like, okay, how can I help you? Like, you well, seem awful surprised to find the person you're looking for. So let's continue. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, that's it. That's, that's the name. And he goes, and I'm like, okay, cool. We're like, well, how can I help you? And he goes, oh, well, you know, have you been expecting a package from Mexico? Because we intercepted one and there's drugs in it. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> cool. All right, cool. Well, well, thank you for letting me know. And But at that point, I was like, well, what's your name, man? And he goes, oh, my name is Javier Jimenez. Or he gives me like he gives me like a very Hispanic name, sounding name. But the man has a very thick Rodriguez. Indian accent. Rodriguez. <laughs> exactly. That's what they to, yeah. He was like, I was like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Well, hey, man, like, like can you... Give me the phone number so that in case we get disconnected, I can call you back. And he's like, "We won't get disconnected. We won't get disconnected." I <laughs> and I was like, "I was like, I was like, hey, I'm I'm in an area with bad service. Like, I'm not, but I was like, I'm in an area with bad service, and I want us to get disconnected." And he goes, "Well, well, you can just Google us. You you can find us on there." And he said, "You can you can search for us on the Google." On the Google, I literally said, I was literally like, "Ah, yes." The thing that all Americans call Google, the Google. And he's like, yes, you can find it there. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, I'll do that. Can you give me the customer service number? And he goes, no, they won't help you. Customer service won't help you. And I was like, so you guys have a customer service number that doesn't help customers? How does that make sense? <laughs> and he goes, and then and then I'm just like fucking with him at this point. And so he goes, well, you know, do you want to know more about this or not? And I was like, okay, no, yeah, of course, man, yeah. Um, You know, like, where are you from? I asked him. And he goes, well, so, border protection. And I was you should like, have said, tell me about the package of the drugs. <laughs> I know. I should have kept going. And I, I told Sydney, I was like, I should have pulled back. I was too, like, just yeah, no, like, right, right. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I was like, where are you from, man? And he goes, oh, I'm from the U.S. border, whatever, whatever. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, what's your hometown? Where'd you grow up? Like, what was your, what was the childhood like? And he just immediately hung up. <laughs> <laughs> and Sydney was like, you shouldn't have told him your name. I was like, Sid, if he has my number, he called my 336 number. You can literally go into Google, type 336, you know, you know, the number. <laughs> Dox yourself ever. <laughs> you gotta believe that. You gotta believe that. Um, and you will find my name. And I did that and I showed her. I was in a Snapchat and I was like, look, it's right there. Um, and she was like, oh, I guess you're right. 
but yeah, I was just cracking up because for a second there, because you know, usually when you get those, I it's very rare. I, I don't think I've ever gotten one where it's like a human being like, we need to talk. He's usually like, we're calling about your auto warranty, right? My my and favorite one that I get at work a lot. Mm-hmm. My favorite one that I get at work a lot. It's like you answer and immediately it's like, stop, don't hang up. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> my mother is missing <laughs> like it's an automated thing that's like stop don't hang up i'm like if the first thing you have to do is tell me not hang up it's because everybody hangs up on your ass <laughs> uh, oh, God. but yeah it was just so funny and like and so like it's one of those things anyway like you should have told him to fuck off or like you should have immediately hung up and i was like well, maybe and like maybe i shouldn't have wasted his time but it's like one of those things it's like i feel like there isn't he might have been in a part of his like his life where this job is the only job that exists in that vicinity so he, nobody right. wakes up and goes i'm gonna be a 30 year old scam caller yeah <laughs> right like that nobody's dream is that when right? i grow so up if you're, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go get a college degree in, college degree. in scam communications <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. exactly it's like the fucking scene from wolf of wall street where he's telling them how to rip people off you know it's like you know if i take you out at 13 and i put you in a 10 you're not gonna tell me hey I'm, you know? so i was so i you know i told Sam, i was like yeah it's probably like you know nobody wants to be a scam phone caller and if you do then it's very weird right like we said so i wasn't like gonna be like fucking stop calling me fuck yourself you know like <laughs> right so i just um i played along for a little bit but uh, yeah you saying that about the the thing the mistranslation i was just cracking up because he was like no no you can find us on the google i was like oh okay cool yeah that's sure <laughs> hold on <laughs> also like i i know we're poking holes in a fucking thing that was not well <laughs> thought part. out in the first place but like who says I work for like the border, the federal border agency? You can find us on Google. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> yeah, you know, like that web. You know, I don't, I don't have the website of my company. I'm with the, I'm with the federal bureau of investigations. You can find us Google on us. Google. <laughs> uh, we're on Wikipedia, I think. <laughs> I'm calling from the Hoover Building. <laughs> <laughs> the Hoover building. Okay, cool. Uh, is that the headquarters? Uh, sure, yes. Oh, man. I'm the Secretary of State calling from the White House. You can Google us. <laughs> um, God. I told Sydney, I was like, I should have backed off a little bit. I should have kept going. Be like, well, parcels? Well, yeah. And that's another thing. So what like, kind know, of drugs? Exactly. You know, yeah, exactly. You'd be like, wow. That's are these the kind of drugs I would want or the kind of drugs that are not worth the trouble? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, 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 like, I know... UPS, like United Par- Parcel Service, right? Like it's, it's parcel is a word that people is the word for a package, but people would just say package, right? Right. Like they would just say like, be, like, yes, you can use parcel, but it's not the word that humans use, right? Right. <laughs> and so I should have known, but yeah, I was, I was like, from the border and, you know, we found some suspicious ones and so I'm like, what? <laughs> But yeah, I just, we're on Google. <laughs> yeah, we're on the Google, and it just to be like, customer service isn't going to help you. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that should be the name of the episode. Customer service isn't going to help you. I was like, well, uh, well, then what kind of customer service is this? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out because I was stuck. And so it's either going to be customer service will help you or smoking on that Shazam pack. Those, <laughs> <laughs> those are the two options that I'm stuck between at the moment. Oh, oh God. yeah, but the James, you know, the James Worthy clip where he's like. I've been waiting for this one. And he's like, that cigar. Have you seen that yeah. clip? And, yeah. and he's like, he's like, he tells the camera guy to back up. To back up. And he does like a dance. Or something. <laughs> uh, oh, I love God. those. I love the ones where it's like a picture and it's somebody smoking. It's like, RIP Bozo. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh, God. But, uh, yeah, I just, that was too funny. Yeah, all right. All right, well, that's 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 the episode um, for this week. If you want to catch me, you can catch me at TMoneyBags on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at EverCaster92 on Instagram. You can catch the podcast at DiffAnimalsPod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us, DifferentAnimalsPodcast at gmail.com. As usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we'll catch you in two weeks. Later. Peace.